The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Kristen Krieger. This young lady started Impeccable Home Cleaning Services uh, in Pembroke, Ontario, serving residential clients in 2018. Uh, Started a solo cleaner, now has got a team and growing. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. So we're going to have to deal with the... uh, the elephant in the room for the people joining us on YouTube, new uh, podcast people just fast forward 30 seconds. Um, Kristen's in Canada, which we're recording this in February. So I picture it cold and snowy and behind her, it looks like a very fake fire. And I'm like, What's, uh, why do you have a picture of a fire? That's clearly not real on your, is the whole wall fake? Like what's going on? What can we know about you? That's true, Kristen. I'm, I'm very suspect of all of your motives at this point. Yeah, a hundred percent. It is a fake fire. Um, it is a hundred percent snowy and cold outside. The buses school was canceled today. So all the kids are at home. So I am at my husband's office actually, and they print, um, signs and make canvases. So this is hence the fake fireplace behind me. And um, right, hence but there the is scene. a real fireplace in your home, right? Cause you're in Canada. You got to have a fireplace. Absolutely. Okay. So you set, you have a real fireplace that you could literally be sitting getting warmth as we speak. You're like, no, no, I will sit in front of a picture of a fireplace. And that's the, that's the choice I'm making with my life. <laughs> yes. But if I was at home, I'd be also dealing with four kids. So I chose to come oh, here. Instead. <laughs> all right. I retract all of it. That just, all right, done and done, Kristen, four kids plus podcast equals chaos. We can, exactly. uh, we can live with the fake fire. It's going to, I think probably not be too obtrusive the four kids i think having one kid at home i know would just the whole thing would be shot so okay um good now that we've got the important stuff out of the way we can go on to the bull crap about whatever you leave with your cleaning company all right so what's going on speaking of what's going on in your cleaning company that i can help you with today sister um yeah so i uh have been doing residential cleaning primarily uh for the last four years and now i am just getting into commercial cleaning so i'm looking at hiring a commercial team, but I'm just looking for a little advice on um, running a commercial team versus a residential clean, whether or not I should separate my staff into two teams or have them doing both residential and commercial and sort of what what running the schedules and shifts would look like because obviously residential is something that's traditional bankers hours for us monday to friday 8 30 to 4 30 where commercial is outside of those hours early mornings evenings and weekends um so i'm just looking for a little guidance on staffing how many teams to hire uh etc okay so as is my custom um, I will be a terrible human being and not just answer your question because that would make everything easy and you'd be happy and we can't have that. Um, I'm going to ask you some other questions because I have a very strong feeling we're asking the wrong question and I, and I will answer your question, but I want to make sure I'm guessing by the time we get there, you'll like, I don't even care about the answer to that anymore. So let, let me ask you a couple of questions and then we will um, make sure you get what you actually need. Question one, why? And this is not a judgment. So for background for Kristen and any newer listeners, we coach owners of cleaning companies, both residential and commercial. I said over and over and over again, if there was a quote unquote right answer, 
we would only coach that. So if it was like commercial is the best way to grow, it is superior, then we would just coach commercial. We wouldn't fool around with residential because why would I coach people to do the quote unquote the wrong thing? Um, and vice versa, right? If residential is the one, so there is no right one. Um, we coach both. We've done this a long time. So please don't hear me judging. You want to go, why do you want to go from residential to commercial? I'm not trying to sneak in. Residential is better and commercial is worse. Um, I am trying. I won't even sneak in. I'll just say it. Oftentimes, the residential think commercial is, that's the problem. That's the magic. If I could just switch to commercial, then I could grow. And that is never, ever, ever, ever the truth. It's always something else. So I'm happy to have that discussion, but I want to make sure we know why you're trying to switch. Because usually it's, I think I can grow faster, bigger, which is not the truth. So in your, and I'm happy to back that up. It's like, make it a big statement, dude. Like, so what made you decide um, I would like to go from my residential to commercial? So I'm not dumping the residential. So I'm, I'm keeping the residential, but I'm transitioning to include commercial. Um, and the biggest thing that made me think of doing it is because uh, it's actually two of my residential clients that own five car dealerships in town that approached me about coming to help them with cleaning their car dealerships. And I've also had a, a few other clients who are also business owners approaching about cleaning their businesses. So it's something I've said no to for the last four years, of course, with the pandemic and everything, that wasn't really a thing anyhow. Um, but they've asked me so many times that I've given it enough thought and I've grown my staff big enough that I thought maybe it's something now that I can grow to include still, notwithstanding that I'll still be doing re residential cleaning as well. Yeah. So glad you said that. So that is a perfect subset. I hear that a lot of I, really what I'm hearing is I think I can grow my business faster and better. I've got other, they're coming, you know, people are coming to me and if I take them, I'll grow faster. Um, that is so a very good subset of that. Sometimes like, well, they're bigger clients or sometimes it's, I have people. So there's a couple main tenants that we teach here all the time that are going to come right into play. And I want to hit them with you. And I'm still going to answer your question. So even if I disagree with that, my job is to tell you that you'd be like, shut up, Mike, you're dumb. Just answer my question. I promise I, I shall, but I want to make sure I help everybody, including you with, yeah, this is a huge overstatement, but if you came to me and said, Mike, how do I most effectively commit suicide? I don't think I'd serve you the best by going over the details of how to, I don't, I wouldn't know. I'd be a terrible person for that. But if I did know, I wouldn't tell you, no offense. Um, okay. And I'm not equating. I do think uh, the plan that you're talking about, I shouldn't say, I think half after thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of coaching, thousands and thousands of owners of cleaning company, I can categorically tell you, you will not get the result that you want adding commercial to res residential guaranteed. We've done this forever. Not even a question. I'll still tell you how to do it, but um, it, I would be irresponsible of me to not put up a big okay. red flag going, this is not going to serve you or your company. I promise you. Okay. Um, okay. So a couple of things first, regardless of commercial residential, very common theme I hear for people is molding their business and their plan to their circumstances. And when I say circumstances, like opportunities, software, I have an employee that only wants to work, you know, that needs 40 hours a week. So all now I go, we only give 40, we, we try and give everyone 40 hours a week because that's what people want. Nope. The software will do online bidding or I never have to talk to another human being. Oh, good. We'll do online bidding. So I never have to talk. Well, that's not good for your business, but fine. Um, <laughs> I have a... I have a realtor that does a hundred move in, move outs. So now I could just have them. I'll be rich. So I'll start doing move in, move out. Move in, move outs are terrible for your business. It doesn't matter. So the question of should I, 
add commercial services should have nothing to do with or very little to do with, again, I've got a coach that's really good at killing myself. He'll tell me exactly how to do it. Well, that doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean it's a good idea just yeah. because you've got quote unquote an in. Okay. So yeah. I would completely separate. Um, that's not, to me, that's not a good reason. Again, if someone that I thought was a bad fit for me came to me to marry me and they're like, I've got a plan and I've got a party and everything's all right. It'll be so easy. That has nothing to do with whether it's a good idea to marry them, right? I'd rather have the right person right. with no plan. And exactly. you're basically saying, I want to marry commercial planning. I want to spend my time doing that. And just because they're like, we'll take you. Well, that's not a good qualification to spend your life serving people just because you know a guy who said that you could do it today who you've not worked with and you may not even want to work with. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's great before you meet them. Okay. Yeah. So that said, overriding theme, having nothing to do with what you're talking about, always, always, always have a clear picture of what goals you have for your business. And every action should be going towards those goals, not just wandering the earth and like, well, this guy came out, you know, because that's another thing we do. We start that guy had money and he waved at me or that girl had money. So I took it. Great way to build a See, uh, build a business on sand as opposed to a foundation. We've got to have a clear, right. I want a million dollar business. I want to work 20 hours a week. I want to make $250,000 in profit. I want 10% growth. Once you have those clear things, then we can go, is commercial going to be the fastest way to get there? Or is residential or is the software or is whatever I'm considering going to be here? Or is this, is letting my employees committing to them? I'll work, they'll work 40 hours a week, every week, no matter what, are any of these things the right answer for that goal? So again, right. with commercial and residential, without getting into what your really ultimate goals are, I can't tell you whether residential or commercials is the right answer. I can tell you both is categorically the wrong answer because what you're really doing is saying uh, you're in Ottawa, right? Um, or sorry. Close uh, to, yeah. Ontario. Yeah. We're in okay. Pembroke, yeah. Yeah. I pray you've got six people on your team, been in business, what, four or five years now? Yeah. Okay. So here's the reality of the situation, lady. There are, People, your competitors that yeah. only do commercial, that's all they do every day, all day. They've been yeah. doing it for 20 years. They've got millions of dollars of experience. They've got 20 people on their team. Um, that's all they do. They have, they have more money, they have more experience, they have more resources, and they have more focus. Right. You are going, you know what? I'm new. I don't know anything about this space. I've never done it. I'm going to compete with, compete with you, not with my full time. This doesn't deserve my full attention. Just in the spare time I have left over, I think I can do as good or better of a job than you, even though you're going to do this full time. This is all you do. That is an insane. And I'm going to do the same to my residential people. That's an insane proposition. Like I can look at you in the eyes and go, I am the best. My team and I are better than anyone in the world, period, end of sentence, getting owners of cleaning companies from six figures or seven, profitably working 20 hours a week, period. That's it, period. And you can believe me or not, but I go, we've done 900 podcasts. This is all I do. I've got a whole team of people. We spent millions of dollars on them. This is all we do. We're really good at it. And you can believe it or not, but at least it's a reasonable claim. If I go, I do this and I coach soccer and I'm the best in the world, but you go, you're full of crap. That can't be the case. There's no, there's no universe where in your spare time, you're the best in the world. Is that you're not, you're just not right. You might not even believe me if it is my spare time, but at least we could have the kind of, you know, if it is my full-time endeavor, but at least I've got a plausible claim and to my own self, regardless of whether you believe me, I'm just not that smart. So what you're saying is I'm, even though I have less experience, less money, um, I'm newer. I don't, I all, you've got all these things. I'm so much better and smarter than you at business that I can do it in my spare time with less stuff. Or, hey, owner of Steve's car dealership, you're my first client. I'm going to give it a spin. We're really doing this other thing mainly, but I'll give you a thing in my side thing, but I'm the best option for you. 
you're not. <laughs> he might not know that just because you're a friend doesn't mean doesn't mean that you're gonna you're gonna have that skill set, right? You and my me might be friends, and you might go, well, "You're a good coach. We coach my kid at soccer." And I go, well, I'm not very good at it. I know, but we're friends. So I'm going to let you try. I'm like, what are we doing? Is the, is the goal to make, or is it to get your kid good at soccer? If it's to get your kid good at soccer, let's hire a soccer. Now, if he wants to grow a cleaning company, let's talk. I can help the boy, but you yeah. see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So really, really important guys to say you're going to do this in your spare time is just, and let's say you could say all oh, that's bull crap. You're like, I am that one genius, Mike, that I'm so much smarter than ever. I could do my, in my spare time. Let's talk about your life for a second. Now, as opposed to eight to five, Monday through Friday, you've got people cleaning 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all the time. What are we doing here? So yeah. you, now you're hiring two different people because to answer, to finally answer your question, you're like, I've been here 20 minutes. This idiot won't <laughs> shut up. He doesn't give one thing I want to know. He's just yelling at me. Why would I be a guest on this? I'm not even getting paid for this. <laughs> um, so let's just take a look at your life. Um, I would hire different people completely. The... Okay. The break, I'm trying to, man, my words are failing me today, which is not good when I talk for a living. Uh, <laughs> the makeup of a person who wants to be residential cleaner and commercial are very different. Right. Um, residentials, often moms that want to get out of the house. Uh, it's not a full-time income. It's more of a lifestyle. This is something they choose to do. Um, the social aspect is important. Their schedule, their availability, what they want, what they need, completely different from the nighttime is often I have another job during the day and it makes, it pays my bills, but I'd like a little nicer life for my family. So I'm going to do this extra work. And this is a little more of a, I'm here because I need to do this. Not because of I'm trying to get out of the house. I just came from eight hour. I'm trying to get to my house, but I love those people. I'm trying to bring some more money with me. So they're just, and you're like, I didn't know any of this stuff. I know because, <laughs> because you haven't done it. So this is the stuff that could take 20 years to discover or a hundred years. If you're trying to do two at one time, does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. short term, if you picked up a car dealership um, or five or whatever, would you make more money? Very likely. I'm not going to argue that a second. So if you're like, I want to make more cash the next year, because the first couple months you might lose money because you don't know what the hell you're doing. But the next year, I want to make more cash. And I don't care if my business devolves after that. And I don't care if I'm miserable that whole time. Then and only then would I go, okay, well, maybe. Like if, if you're like, I just want a short-term buck. I don't care if I eat, if I go eat some pancakes right now that are full of sugar and garbage, I will feel great for the next 27 minutes. And if that's all I want, pancakes are amazing. If I want to feel good and look good beyond 27 minutes, I'm not going to eat pancakes. So right. to lie and go, you're going to hate pancakes. They're bad. There's no redeeming qualities. You, you'd be like, that's not the truth. There is, <laughs> but if I go, they're going to taste great and feel great for a little bit. And then you're not going to feel so good. And you're not going to look so good for a long time. Yeah. But if you like, if you, that's a deal you want, eat some damn pancakes. Like God bless you. <laughs> so just to be clear, yes, you could make a quick, could, I wouldn't say would, because without the experience, you could, it could go badly, but there's a chance you make a quick buck and you make a little more money um, at the sacrifice of your quality of life and certainly the long-term prospects of your business and your integrity, right? When people find out, if I go, I can coach your kid, I'm fine. And, and the only way I would do it is I go, listen, I'm new here. My full-time business is uh, resident. And you can go, I want to switch to, I know, but that's not what you're at. And I might say, I want to be a good soccer coach, but that doesn't mean I am a good soccer coach. So right. if I was honest with you and said, listen, I really, my full-time job is owning cleaning companies or coaching that, that I'm really good at it. I think some of those skills will translate because they're both coaching. I don't know. I'll do my best. But if, if, and if the guy wants to take that deal, 
so be it. I don't mind that because I'm being honest. Um, yeah. But it's still a bad deal for me because now I'm trying to juggle all this stuff. And quite frankly, unless you in the last five years went from zero to about six, seven million, making two couple million in profit, you're not even close to tapping out what you could on your business. So now right. you're doing a crap job for the new thing and you're handicapping your first business. So yeah. um, are we cool with A, we're going to make decisions based on what our goals are, not what opportunities we see. B, commercial's great. Residential's great. Trying to do them both is a fool's errand. It's not good for you. It's not good for the clients. It's not good for your business. Your husband, who I assume exists since you have an office, he's he's not going to love you working 24-7. You know, it just, it's, it's not good for anybody. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask that can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now, back to the show. Okay, I am so sorry. Kristen's like, I called for coaching and the guy just like preached and screamed at me for 20, I don't know why I'm here. Um, That said, is there any other questions about that switch, like, thank you very much, Mike. Now answer my daggum question um, or any, any other way I can serve you before we wrap it. Um, well, no, I think that's great advice. And, um, and I'm happy that I got to hear that message today because it's it, when you put it in, in those terms and I had seen it sort of from that perspective, but not entirely, but when you put it from the perspective of, you know, now you're only giving 50% of your energy to this part of your business and 50% of your energy to that part of your business, that is a big eye opener. And it makes a lot of sense because I've been kind of spinning my wheels, trying to figure out how to um, navigate getting into the commercial the commercial end when post pandemic my my residential end has just finally started really thriving because we haven't been losing staff and had lockdowns et cetera et cetera right so um it does it makes it makes tons of sense to just dump a hundred percent of my energy into the residential end of my business because that's what I've done the whole time and that's what I'm best at and um I've finally gotten out of cleaning myself so I have the time to to put into the residential end of it i think it's just so bizarre that i'm out of cleaning now that i'm like what what am i doing with my time now so it seemed like the jumping into the commercial thing was like oh well this is what i'm going to do with my time but you're right because i'd be out of the house at all kinds of weird hours where right now i i can be out of the house during the daytime and be home at night with my family that brings up a couple i'm really glad that you said that uh chris that brings up a couple things i'll give somewhat to your benefit, but really mostly to cleaning nation. Cause there's a couple yeah. themes I hear a lot that you just, you're, you're such a good guest. Cause you're very resonant with, we talk, all we do is talk to owners of cleaning companies all the time. And the, the goal right. of this podcast is to kind of synthesize all of those thousands of hours a month we do of helping clean kind of like synthesize it in 20 minutes, a slot for, you know, three times a week. So right. there's a couple things I want to hit and then we got to cut. Cause I, I like, I don't like keeping these super long first. Um, very common. People get out of the heart. One of the biggest, my favorite things to help people do, um, certainly to go from six figures to seven is you got to get out of cleaning, right? There's, there's no universe. You're going to have a million dollar cleaning company where you're cleaning toilets. You got to pick one. Um, So that's a big theme for us. And believe it or not, when I started, I thought it was the tactics. How do I do a hiring funnel? How do I train? How do I onboard? How do I get the bad people out and keep the good people in? How do I keep them happy? How do I, all these details. And obviously we coach how to do that. 
I found having done this way, and again, because I'm an expert, because this is all I do, had I been doing two things at once, I wouldn't be able to speak as authoritatively to you. So I kind of like being able to show you like what this looks like and just think if he coached a bunch of different people on a bunch of different things, would he be able to bring this? No, of course not. I'd be able to bring a third of the value to whatever else I was trying to do. So we found it is the mental piece that really is a problem. People that have cleaned, say, I'm just making up some number. I've been cleaning 30 to 40 hours a week. We're working 50 to 60 hours a week on my business. And I ended up making, depending on the part of the country you're in and how good you are to mm-hmm. pricing three to $5,000 a month in profit. Yeah. These are just general numbers. Um, and then it's very difficult for us to get out of cleaning, make the same amount of money and be like, wait a second, I was working 60 hours a week and fairly miserable. Now I'm yeah. working 16 hours a week and I'm happy and my month. And so you feel like you're robbing a banker. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like this isn't right. I've got it. I've yeah. got to be. And we, so to punish ourselves, we go to the office, we make up a bunch of things, we clean rags, we start, we do all this insane stuff to be like, not because our logical brain's like, this is the right answer. Our emotional brain's like, this can't write it. Two plus two can't equal hundred. It just can't. Yeah. So I'm going to make it equal four. Like it's yeah. there's no universe. I can put this little work in and get this much money. It's not right. And we don't articulate that ever. If you're, if you got a coach who listens well, we hear you say that, but you're not going to go to your friends and say that. Yeah. So one, I just want to encourage all of you guys and gals out there. This is what we do. We're very good at it. And that's our hardest job is helping the mental shift of going from, mm-hmm. I am a cleaner to, I own a cleaning company. The example I use is I don't smoke. So if we were out at a party and you offered me a cigarette, I wouldn't have to go through, well, we're at a party and I'm trying to quit. And I do sometimes, but only once it, all that math would be gone. Cause in my mind, my identity is, oh, I don't smoke. Like, it's just not, I, I don't yeah. go through any thoughts. I'm just like, I don't smoke. So if I could either, if I had my magic wand, I could touch you on the head and either be, give you all the information you needed, hiring funnels, hiring systems, all of it. And you'd have that perfectly, but your beliefs wouldn't change or couldn't give you any of that. But I could have your belief go from I am a cleaner to I own a cleaning company. I never clean. Um, I believe it or not, I do the beliefs one. So <laughs> give yourself permission, Kristen and listeners. We coach all the time. We have a team who coaches mindset people. And it's still quite a bit of work to transition those people. The, the what to do and how to do it is the easy part. The who you need to believe and what you need to believe is the hard part. So if you're out there trying to do it alone, give yourself a little grace. Don't, because we think it's so easy. It should be easy. I just, I don't want to clean all stuff. I don't want to smoke. It's bad for me. I'll just stop smoking. I know pancakes are bad. I'll just stop eating. It's like, yeah, knucklehead. <laughs> it's that easy. Everybody's skinny. No one would smoke, right? Yeah. Um, so give yourself a little grace if you're doing this on your own. It's a bigger thing than we give it credit for, right? We think right. we should just go, I don't clean anymore. Done. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Well, if I'm an addict to alcohol, that's a little trickier than that. So yeah. give yourself, and anyone can tell me in the world, you see alcohol, don't drink it. Eliminate it from your thing. So like, I'm sure there's things you can do, but if in my mind, I'm an alcoholic, you can tell me whatever you want. I'm going to drink alcohol. So if in my mind, I'm a dirty cleaner and that's all I deserve or whatever, just to give you all the, how to get out, ain't going to work. So that's the first thing. Second thing I want to give, you mentioned about COVID and we're telling, these are all stories, by the way, story of, it can't be fair that I worked this hard to make four or five grand. And now I'm working nothing and other people working hard to make the same money more. It's not right. That story will kill you. Another story that killed, well, it's COVID. And I hate that COVID story because everyone goes, oh yeah, it's COVID. You don't say anything else. Freaking, you, you used to come to, you know, on airplanes when you could fly during COVID, they'd be like, oh, we're not doing food service anymore. I'm like, why? Like, my ticket's the same. Everything's the same. You just now have to, oh, COVID. You're like, okay, hotels, we're not cleaning your thing anymore. Well, how come? COVID. Well, my business crushed. COVID. And everyone just goes, you can just say COVID? And it's like, okay, no questions asked. As a coach, we've been doing this for seven years. COVID started two, three years ago. 
Um, we coach people before COVID. We coach people during COVID. I would say generally the 80, 90% of the fear, the, the craziness is over. We're probably not 100%. I don't know if we're ever 100% back, but generally I would say it's quote unquote over. So we've coached people through the entire cycle. I wish I could tell you, yeah, during COVID, me and my clients, we took a hit. Not the truth. Our clients actually did better in COVID than not because their competition went COVID and just gave up. And they said, well, everything still needed to be clean. (laughs) You know, like nothing changed with that. Um, Just some people said COVID and gave up mentally and all their friends and family went COVID and no one, no one questioned it. No one pushed back and said, wait a second, it doesn't make any sense. So a couple things, not for my friend, Kristen, because I've yelled at her enough, but for the rest (laughs) of you out there listening, um, COVID is not an excuse. I'm still getting that. Hey, what's going on? What's stopping you from getting your goal? Well, COVID, I'm like, how long ago was that? Two years. Okay. You know, no offense to ladies. I'm a dude. I'm going to get in big trouble here. Um, I'll give you a sketch of story and then I'll get in trouble and then we're going to wrap it. Uh, we adopted our, our little guy, our seven-year-old. And my wife is beautiful and thin and has a, a lovely figure, um, you know, 120 pounds, five foot seven. So we adopted our son. She's walking around with a newborn with a perfect body. And women were just like, hissing and like they just hated her <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> and she felt so guilty because she's like i'm sorry i did this is but i you know she's drinking during the pregnancy because it wasn't in her belly it was someone else's right? right so that um that unreasonable expectation um so anyway that was just a cute story but it's like and no offense ladies i've never had a baby i'm sure it's very difficult <laughs> but you'll see women who are 20 or 30 pounds overweight and they'll go oh you know if you know what's what if, say i'm a trainer i wouldn't as a, as a man or a friend i would never say this but if someone if she came to me lose weight and they say oh it's baby weight i'm still struggling I go, oh how, how old's your baby six years old it's not baby right you know what i'm saying and because in our society, it's rude to, you know, I appreciate women, like the fact that y'all can create humans with your body, good, like that's really impressive. So we give, which is good. Obviously there should be some sort of pass. Like that's a hard thing. There is such a thing as, well, I'm not denying that it existed, but you know, and I'm not an expert on health, but I'm guessing sometime a year after, maybe there should be no more baby weight. And if we're still using that excuse, it's like, is that really the problem or is the problem? Our mindset's wrong. We're not doing what we need to do. So when we go, it's COVID that's holding me back. It's like, wasn't that over a year ago? And didn't that start three years ago? That's like saying baby weight with your teenager. Like, I don't know, man. I think maybe it might have something to do with the way your eating habits, something you can control, not your teenager. So yeah. Do your do yourself a favor, guys, gals, whether and there's always going to be a COVID, right? I got in a car accident. I got sick and my husband got fired. There's always going to be a COVID. The COVID's interesting because we all share the same thing. Usually it's unique to me, right? My I got sick or something happened in my life. COVID's the thing where and then people will judge because oh, I wasn't sick. So I think you're full. But when we all had COVID, people just go COVID hands up. And it's just like you could just say that. And everyone's like, yeah, of course, your business would fall apart. Mm-hmm. That was not what we experienced with our clients. Our clients actually did much better. So if you're right. still using the COVID, 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 I'm going to encourage you, perhaps you've got a teenager with baby weight and it's not the COVID. It's the decisions that you made before, during, and now. And as long, and you could still, the, the, I don't know how long society will tolerate COVID is five years, 10, I don't know. Maybe you could just go along feeling great because no one's ever going to go, come on, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. But if your goal is to run an unprofitable business and not feel bad about it, God, I would just shut it down. Why <laughs> do anything? <laughs> it's not going to make any money. Might as well not work. Uh, do what you want to do. But if your goal is to run a profitable business, maybe stop telling yourself the story that is COVID. It's that's the problem. Like, okay. Um, any questions, comments, rude remarks before you finish this out, Kristen? Uh, I don't think so. I'm really appreciative of getting to come on here. And uh, yeah, the advice was bang on. It was exactly what I needed to hear. 
let me translate that. Um, you're kind of a jerk, Mike. You didn't answer my question at all, but I'm Canadian, so I have to be nice. So I'm going to say nice things, but I'm seething inside. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. <laughs> She's all right, not quite there, but there's a little, there's like, okay. Kristen, thank you. Truly, you've been a, a lovely guest. Um, a lot of people wouldn't put up with my nonsense, and the fact that you did that is uh, hopefully you got some value, and I'm very confident. Uh, it's always fun when I scream at this person because everyone else can get the benefit and not get the, get the yeah. rage. So, yeah, exactly. uh, thanks for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. you, girl. Cleaning Nation, if you want uh, more of this insanity, growmycleaningcompany.com. We've done over 900 podcasts. They're totally free. Uh, we've got a on-demand coaching, Instagram, TikTok. We've got a 15,000-member Facebook group. All that crap's out there. Just search Grow My Cleaning Company on the interwebs. You'll find something that's of use. See you soon. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share it with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.